Hello, and welcome to the Move Better at Home podcast, where I, Laura Turner, a physical therapist and strength coach, talk about home fitness solutions to help you move easier, improve your fitness, and enhance how you move throughout your entire life. Now let's get on to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Move Better at Home podcast. Today with me, I have Key Adams, who is a physical therapy student and strength coach in uh, Connecticut, and she owns Keep It Fit. And I'm so excited to have you here with me, and because I've been uh, following you know your posts and in your uh, Facebook group and learning a lot from you, and um, so I'm excited to hear about your journey and and uh, talk a little bit more about fitness with you. Thank you for having me, Laura. So yes, like Laura said, my name is Key Kiani Adams. Um, I'm the owner of Keep It Fit, and I am a health coach and currently a student physical therapist. So how I got into fitness is I've always been an athlete my entire life. So since like middle school, well, before middle school, I swam. So like that was like the physical activity I was doing at that point. And then when I got into middle school, I did swimming for basketball. And then I stuck with basketball all throughout um, high school and into college. So I've always had like that structured physical activity and like exercise in my life. So it wasn't, it wasn't like hard for me to stay active, but when I graduated college and actually when I finished playing basketball in college, I still had a couple months left to graduate and I gained like 30 pounds by the time I graduated because I didn't have like that structure anymore. I wasn't required to go to practice and weightlifting sessions. So it was kind of a big change. I didn't have anybody on my back telling me what to do. So it was like kind of up to me to like want to get back in shape and continue that lifestyle. So once I got into PT school, I was like, let's document my physical therapy journey as well as my weight loss journey. And I will start, I started applying what I learned in PT school to like my workouts. And then um, I just started learning more about health and fitness and like how to apply it to my life and learning what works best for me. So that's how I got started into fitness. And then I was like, if I could do this for myself, I can help plenty of other people as well as help them prevent injuries and um, like kind of combine physical therapy with personal training and health coaching. So that's how I got into it. And I've been doing that ever since. That's awesome. That's got to be, I I give you a lot of props because I think it's hard enough just being in school, taking care of your health and then also, you know, helping others to do that in the process. Like, um, and I, I mean, I, it's, I think it's a lot of work, but I also think, it's an incredible learning experience for you to be able to do that as you go. Um, and it's a way to keep motivated to keep going on your own too. That's a, you know, I give you a lot of props on that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it was definitely hard to do while well in school because it's very easy to like, let like your health and like um, men, mental health go when in PT school was under so much stress. So it was kind of, it took a lot for me to just be like, all right, now I need to stop studying and I have to go to the gym because um, it's like, but so much time you have. So you have to really like learn how to fit those workouts in into like your schedule and also manage like your studies. So it was, it was definitely hard, but I think that it like translates into like life down the road, like learn how to manage so many things and just like staying disciplined to something. Did you, do you find that it's, um, so, so one of the things that I talked about on the podcast is that, uh, you know, managing stress and mindset and kind of finding that balance in there is a huge piece of being healthy overall. 
do you find that that has affected your own journey just because of the stress of school and all that? Like, how is that, um, is it harder to keep motivated on your, like on your own or I don't know if I, that's a, <laughs> I think it, it is harder to keep motivated on your own, but I feel like as soon as you get into the rhythm of things, it's very easy to keep going. I think like when you have positive momentum, it's easy to keep going. And then when you have negative momentum, it's like hard to get started again. So I think it's just tough starting. And I think that's what most people have trouble with, just like starting. They don't know how to start and like they don't know what to do. So I feel like that's where we could come in and really help people. Yeah, that's a, I think that's huge. You're right. Um, how have you, um, so tell me a little bit more about your business and, and like uh, who do you work with and what do you, uh, how are you doing it in these times like are you at a fitness center or you talk to me a little bit more about that so right now everything I'm doing is online because I have moved back home and then COVID happened and I didn't really have I don't have a place to train people so what I do is I work with um, just people who need guidance on like how to get started so anywhere from about like 15 up until like 50 as long as you can do some type of activity you're somebody I can work with and um, so I get you started on a workout program we talk about your goals and like how many times a week can you go to the gym like at like if it's your worst week ever how many times can you dedicate to the gym and then we get started from there and because it's a hybrid program right now I um, will train with you if you're local one day a week in person and then the other remaining workouts are um, online so I'll give you your program and then we'll touch base um, once a week. So that's the direction I'm heading in now, but I plan to change that up going forward um, after I finish school when I have more time and more research resources. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's, I mean, it's a great way to start. And I think that, uh, so I've done some uh, physical therapy online and I'm trying to, I'm doing the same thing as far as transitioning into more fitness, but um, I really enjoy like talking with people and uh, you know, I think it's easy to watch them move and connect, you know, this way. Um, like you can do a movement screen, you can do and see how they move. And it, you know, it's, there's obviously a lot of benefit to being with somebody in person, but there's a lot of benefits to, to just at least having the conversation and being able to connect that way. So that's definitely, uh, especially, especially with like how things are going right now with like the pandemic, a lot of people are scared to go into the gym. So yeah, um, I think online like training is definitely um, something that's popular right now. And I think that it's going to stay that way as well. So um, we need to learn how to like fit our business style into online um, businesses. Yeah. So, so definitely. Um, so two things that I was, as I was uh, looking up on, on profile, um, you're one, I know you have a blog, um, and the most recent one that I read was about having a, uh, enjoying the process okay. and not just on the outcome. And I think that's huge. You know, I think, um, uh, I think it was just, I don't remember where I just heard it, but you know, just enjoying each step of, along the way and like recognizing that it is a process, um, so talk to me a little bit more about that and that because because I think that's a huge thing for people to to really pay attention to. All right. So the whole idea behind that blog post, it kind of correlates to like what my brand is all about. Um, I just want to help people build healthy habits that will allow them to sustain whatever result that they want. Because I feel like in 2020, like 
everything is so fast and fast paced. You could get whatever you want in a short amount of time. And then we're bombarded with so much um, like information about um, how to lose 50 pounds in two months or like how to lose weight so quick. And I feel like people fall prey to that and end up um, like not looking at the bigger picture. Like, yes, you can lose however many pounds um, in two months, but can you actually sustain that? And then I feel like and in order to sustain something, you have to actually enjoy it because it's going to be a lifelong process. So I think when we actually um, look at the small steps, we're able to like enjoy that and see how far we have come, come and that's, that makes like the journey easier. But when you look at how far you have to go, it's like it, it makes it seem that it's like impossible. So I really like to promote like being process driven instead of outcome driven and just like enjoying the process as you go. Yeah, I think that's great. I think, you know, and I'm, I'm culprit or I, I'm definitely somebody that like, you know, I want this outcome and like, but the, especially in your health and fitness, like it's a journey and you can set a goal to, you know, and once you make that goal, like, then what, you know, like it's still, you still have the rest of your life to keep moving forward. And um, so I think it's important to set goals, but I also think that, you know, you have those steps along the way, but always have another step in mind um, that you continue to work for because one, that's what makes it enjoyable, but two, it's, uh, it keeps you moving forward instead of just being like, okay, well, I achieved this goal. So now what, I'm not going to do anything, you know? And, um, so I love that mindset. And I think that's a great, um, piece for people to remember so yeah definitely the there's other wrong with being sorry no go ahead there's nothing wrong with being outcome driven i feel like everybody is like a bit of both but i think you need to be process driven if you want to sustain that outcome long term yes exactly. that's that's the message i want to get across yeah. yeah that's a that's a great point yeah uh so the other the other uh uh post that that really uh Mate that stuck out to me. A lot of them that stuck out to me, but but that one uh, was a you did an overnight oats, and I keep thinking I'm gonna make an overnight because you know I sometimes have to be at work at seven o'clock in the morning, and it's like I'm not a great morning person, so and I want to eat, and so I'm trying to get up earlier, trying to get up earlier, and also get a workout in, which is not happening yet. But um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking, okay, I'm gonna try this overnight oats and is it does it taste good do you eat it cold <laughs> like tell me, and what do you put in it <laughs> all right so this is how i got started with overnight oats so originally like i grew up eating oatmeal hot like made yeah. on the stove but i realized that i put so much like sugar into it that it's not healthy anymore so i was like you know what let me try these overnight oats and i started it back when i was um, in school and um, basically what i do i do eat it cold but i buy uh, bought mason jars and i'll eat them Monday through Friday. So I'll, on Sunday, I'll make five of them. And I literally take um, two servings of the oats, put it in a mason jar. I put um, vanilla almond milk. So it has like a sweet taste. And then I'll put, I'll just put that in the fridge. And then in the morning, I'll put some honey, um, blueberries, raspberries, and slice of banana. And then that gives it the like sweet taste. And I love it. I, I eat it like that. It tastes good. I'm not a fan of eating things that taste nasty just because it's healthy. So if it's not good yes. to me, I'm not going to eat it. But that's what I do. I know some people, um, I saw some of my classmates put um, their protein powder 
into their um, overnight oats um, I, online. I see people put chia seeds um, in yogurt. I don't do all of that, but it's definitely something that you can add to it. And I think it's um, a great meal because it, it's not one of those things you eat and then you're hungry an hour later. Like it's very um, fulfilling and it holds you over like for a long period of time. Yeah. And yeah. I know people stray away from oats because they try to be like low carb and it, and it has like a lot of carbs, but it's not um, a, a bad thing to eat. You know, it gives you energy and it actually aids with weight loss. And the fiber in it, I think is really good, you know, and yep. just at helping digestion. And, you know, I, I think carbs tend to get a bad rap and yes, maybe we need to, I think the carbs that actually my physician once told me, you know, don't eat carbs. And that's what's called. I was like, that's not actually the, it's not the carbs that are the problem. It's the fact that I binge ate, you know, a bag of potato chips and that mm -hmm. led to my problem and that I need to stop doing, but like oatmeal and I mean, fruits and vegetables, that's all good carbohydrates and, yep. uh, you know, and, and it's energy that helps us, you know, it gives us energy to burn through the day um, and sustain, like you said. So, um, you know, maybe, and I think you could, might, another doctor said, you know, have oatmeal every day because it's good for you on the fiber end of it. So I think there's definitely something in there. Um, I like the, I like that the prep, you know, I, I myself struggle with uh, planning ahead and getting that done, but I, I'm trying to get myself on that track. And uh, so I like that you do that. And the mason jar is a great idea. Um, I've heard people do that with salads too. So, <laughs> so Oh yeah, you can do that um, with yeah, salad. Yeah. Planning ahead is definitely something that like I've just started to like really, really like hone in on because I, when I don't plan stuff, I feel very overwhelmed. And then I feel like it takes so much mental like energy to like make decisions. But like if you plan out something like it's already done and you just like on autopilot. But when you have to sit there and make decisions, it's like it's very draining. Yeah. So I try to I try to plan like everything out. I'm not perfect, but definitely planning ahead. Def like it really helps me at least. Do you plan uh, so uh, all your meals? Like, and prep all your meals ahead of time, and then also um, along your workouts or my workouts. I I plan. Like I try to plan. I, like all the workouts are already written out for me, but um, I try to plan out what day I'm going to go to the gym at what time. But sometimes things come up and I have to like move a workout around. But like what I'm going to do when I go to the gym is already set in stone. Um, and then as um, in regard to my food, I don't like eating the same thing like every single day. So I'll prep my protein for lunch and I'll eat that like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'll have to prep again on Wednesday because I'm sick of whatever protein I had. But I I never get tired of rice and vegetables. So I'll just change up my protein. And then for dinner, I'll eat like a salad or some type of uh, pasta or something. What what are your go-to protein choices? Uh, salmon, yeah. um, grilled chicken. I love chicken. I eat yeah. chicken all the time. But then um, I got into a lot of beans. So I like chickpeas, um, lentils. Um, I go to Trader Joe's and there's this um, nice coconut cashews. So Definitely cashews, beans, and salmon. Those are my go-to. Cool. Uh, so do you, do you follow a specific diet plan or like, did you count calories when you, cause I know you in your weight loss journey, like how did you, how did you uh, dial in your nutrition? At first I was just eating um, like 
whatever, but just made sure it was like healthy choices. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to just go cold turkey and start like being, being being very obsessive over everything. So I just started making like healthier healthier, cho- healthier choices. And um, I drank a lot of soda and juice at the time. So I started like gradually getting that out of my diet. And now I drink it um, like only when I go out. But um, as time went on, I started to track my calories. And then um, I got more specific and started tracking macros. So now that's what I'm doing currently. And um, since I've been doing that for so long, now I can like eyeball things and like know what I'm eating. So now it's easier. But um, I do recommend people like tracking. It don't have to be for a lifetime, but just doing it for like a week or two. Like you get to see like what is actually a serving of like different types of foods because like nobody eats a serving of just pasta. Right. You know what I mean? Like we need a lot more than we need. Right. Even like rice. So I think like just seeing that puts things into perspective and like literally shows you that like you're overeating. So even if you do it for like two weeks, it's definitely helpful and it'll definitely change your like perspective on food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'd like, uh, that I, try to encourage people to look at the macros also, because I think sometimes it gets hard, um, totally counting, but I I like how you transition that and you, you know, you just kind of started to pay attention and cutting out the liquid calories of juice and and soda and then starting to track and kind of looking what serving sizes are and really getting specific into breakdowns in that. So that's awesome. And you don't, you don't, you don't particularly not eat like, uh, you're not a keto, you don't go keto or anything like that, just regular foods and just keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah. When I first started, I tried to do low carb and like I realized all the foods I love are like, they have a lot of carbs. Yeah. And so I tried the low carb. I lasted like two days. It was like horrible. So I was like, I'm not doing that. And then um, with keto, I feel like I, keto would like kind of like influence me to eat very bad not that keto doesn't work or anything but like I can have a burger with like bacon and stuff I'll do that every meal so I don't really do any specific um diet I just want to eat like whole foods things that are like have um high uh, nutrition value and go from there because I'm not gonna be low carb or keto the rest of my life so I want to do things that I can sustain like going forward and I feel like with counting your calories, like with me, I can fit whatever I want into my day as long as I plan for it. So it works for me. And um, like, we have to find out what works for you. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with any diet, but I think people get too hung up on like what the diet actually is when, when it all comes down to like being in a calorie deficit. And I think that, I think that the, another, like that goes back to the purpose or the, uh, the process uh, you know, versus the outcome, like, you know, yeah, you could probably lose a ton of weight very quickly on keto, but is that sustainable for you for the long term? And how does it make you feel and paying attention? I mean, I think I, I agree. I think some people can do well on it. And, you know, if that's something that you can focus on and I, the key, I think with everything workouts and nutrition is staying consistent and, you know, uh, being aware of how you're feeling as you're changing your diet, you know, and what gives you energy and what drains your energy. And, uh, so I think that that, um, that's generally how I tend to eat and and myself. Um, I'm trying to be better about tracking now because I feel like I don't do that enough, but, um, you know, I think that's, that's a key thing. And like being, really being able to 
be consistent and know that it's a, it's a process and this is, you know, can you do this for your life? And yes, maybe you might cheat on occasion, but like that is that it, you, you always come back to your healthy eating lifestyle. So. Right. I also posted something before. Um, it was a quote. It was like, um, it doesn't matter if you fall off the wagon. What matters is how long it takes you to get back on. Yeah. And I feel like people don't realize like you still have to enjoy life. Like most people who are in the fitness, they're not like very obsessive. Like they still go out for drinks. They still are very um, like social to go out to eat, but like they'll fall off like that one day, but the next day they're back on track. So you don't have to be a hundred percent healthy, but majority of the time, like 80% of the time you want to make healthy choices. Right. And as long as you like take that time to like, you know, indulge and have a couple of treats and then the next day you're back on track. That's really what's going to make the difference because you still have to enjoy life. That's how I see it at least. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, so, uh, in, uh, on, the, on this podcast, I talk about, um, seven pillars, I guess, of health that I look at strength, mobility, mindset, nutrition, hydration, rest, and then missing one, <laughs> uh, cardiovascular health. Um, uh, so what would be, it, you and I had talked before we started recording about, uh, some of the work that you're doing as a student in the um, working with the cardiac patients. And that's a, I think of an important, uh, just touching on that, that how important keeping track of your cardiac health is um, because there is a lot that is preventable um, or manageable at least, and that we can do to stay healthy on that. So I had gotten away from straight up cardiovascular exercise for a long time. And I think I was training my heart, but doing more high intensity work, more strength work, because I think it can balance. And I do think that did me right for a while, but now I'm trying to get a little bit more cardiovascular and kind of seeing the benefit of it. So I'm a little bit amped up about preaching that, but <laughs> anyways, um, so two questions first is, you know, uh, what's one big takeaway that you see from an inpatient setting on a cardiac patient that you see is a, um, I don't want to say preventable or controllable, but something that like prior to getting there, one thing that you know people could take away that like if you if you work on this consistently it might help to prevent something, and then two along that lines like what do you, uh, could you give us a well answer that one first and then we'll come back to the <laughs> tip okay. first. <laughs> so there's one thing that I see um, like in common I feel like it's a pattern. So all the patients that I've worked with like prior to them um, being admitted to the hospital and having like um, cardiac surgery they weren't very active. So I don't think you need to do any exercise or activity in particular, but I do think that as we get older, um, like life, like we have more obligations and we tend to share away from our health. But I think like even like going for like a walk or like just doing something for like 20 minutes, I feel like that makes a big difference because a lot of the people are um, inactive and they um, have bad um, diets. So just making like the small healthy choices and just being active, even if it's for like 20 minutes a day, like that really goes a long way, especially as we get older. Yeah. So um, that's something I would recommend doing. And I feel like it's very cliche, but like it's really like apparent now that like I'm actually in the hospital and working with these patients. It's definitely a common like factor I see. Yeah. That's why I wanted to specifically ask you that because I, because 
I think that you're right. It's common, and you know, and we we tend to brush it under the rug a little bit. But it's it's a and yes, there are some limitations, some things that limit you in doing a full hardcore workout. But like whatever you can get in to move around your house, even just for that little bit, will make a huge difference in your overall outcome and your longevity and and your health in general. Yep. We've already talked. Go ahead. Uh, we've already okay. talked about a, a ton of uh, takeaways for home, you know, between mindset and having a purpose and, you know, getting in some activity and great nutrition tip on the and breakfast prepping tip. Um, is there another uh, uh, takeaway that you could or tip for people to uh, incorporate into their day at home to be able to help with their fitness at home? Um, like in, as opposed, I mean, in regards to home workouts or just anything, anything in, in general, whatever, uh, you know, is there, so the, the name of this podcast is move better at home. So I'm trying to give people good tips to, you know, be able to incorporate in their today that in any realm of fitness. So. Well, I, I'm going to give a tip and this is something that I just started implementing into my life, like within like the last two weeks. So. Um, I, I exercise a lot, but one thing I don't get enough of is just like simple, like mobility and like stretching. So now when I wake up, I've been stretching as soon as I wake up and not just like static stretching, like actually getting moving, like, um, dynamic stretching. So I think that's something that can go a long way. So if you're at home and you can't get to the gym, just doing a couple mobility exercises, like, um, walking lunges or, um, like stretching out your back doing um cat cow like little things like that go a long way and it could even translate into your performance in the gym if you're somebody that is um somebody that's exercising frequently in strength training so that's a tip that i give like focus on mobility and start to add more of that into your um day it might seem like something small but it definitely goes a long way yeah no i i i'm the last month I've been trying to focus on that myself and have actually been taking a, a course for myself to making myself be more committed to doing that every day. And it's making a huge difference. Um, so I absolutely, I think that's a great tip and, um, and to incorporate into your day. That's awesome. So key, where can people find you if they would like to work with you? Um, uh, I will put it in the show notes also. Um, but how can people contact you if they would like to learn more about you? Um, you can contact me in multiple ways. Um, you can email me at kiani at keepitfit.com. So K-E-Y-O-N-N-I at K-E-Y-P-I-T-F-I-T.com. Um, also, I'm on Instagram, um, keep it fit. So it is K-E-Y-P um, underscore I-T-F-I-T. That's my handle on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then on Facebook, you can find me at Kiani Adams. And then I also have a Facebook group. It's totally free. It's called the Keys to Health and um, Fitness. And I'll be doing live trainings every week on um, different aspects of strength and conditioning and just health in general. So those are the places you can find me. Awesome. And I will put those links in the show notes also. Uh, thank you so thank much you. for joining me. Uh, it's been really fun talking with you. And I'm excited to see. Uh, where life takes you in the next few years. And, um, I'm keep, I, 
I will keep looking for your fitness tips as well because they're, they're helpful for me and uh, we can all use a coach. And uh, so I, I think it's great. And it's a, your journey has been amazing and um, I think great things are ahead. So keep up the good work and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Laura. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, it's Laura again. Thank you so much for listening to the Move Better at Home podcast. I hope you're enjoying the content and are starting to move a bit easier from your home. I have a couple of favors to ask you. If you enjoy the podcast, could you hit the subscribe button and leave a review? I'd really appreciate it. And if there's an episode that you think somebody else might need to hear, could you share it with them? Thank you so much. Would you like to learn more ways and add some mobility into your day? Check out my YouTube channel. The links are below. If you're interested in working with me for your fitness at home, the link to schedule your free discovery visit is also below. Thanks again for listening. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Move Better at Home podcast. If you're having difficulty managing your health and fitness at home and want to learn more, then follow the link below to download my free guide to health and fitness and take the first step in helping you to achieve your health and fitness goals at home. Have a great day.